1: Yes, my fellow Pluto heads, we with understanding must reckon the number of the beast. Its number is COVID-1984. Well, hello, and welcome back to the Plutocracy Report on Progressive Radio Network. I'm your tenacious and tormented host, Vince Marcanti. Today's show is called Childish Nation, and I have an alarming warning about mass vaccinations that I'm going to save till the end of the show. So don't go away. Well, I hope you all are doing okay out there, and stay insane in this insane social order. Me? Well, not so much. I may be reaching a breaking point here, and I want to move to Texas, (laughs) or at least somewhere without dummycrat rulers and no mask mandate. I mean, you know, selling and buying a house, dealing with realtors and lawyers and moving, well, it was one of the most enraging and stressful things I've ever gone through. And I never wanted to do it again. But I suspect there are better places to live in this country than this dummy crap, hole state full of childish sheepy slaves and political scammers called Illinois and, you know, the Chicagoland area. Even before this plutocratic scandemic, I wanted to leave here because they were and still are taxing us out of our homes. My property tax went up two grand in two years, and I now pay 620 bucks a month just for property taxes on a small lot with a small old house that needs work. Now, I got this old house for $160,000 five years ago, and now they say it's worth $230,000, a seventy grand increase in five years, huh? As the arbitrary value goes up, so do your taxes, that's why they do it. And the money they swindle and waste, they say it's for good schools. Come on, sheepies, don't you want the kids around here to have a good education? You know, the more you pay, the smarter the kids will be. Yeah, right. I don't even have kids using the school system. And now the teachers are afraid to go back to school. And they prefer staying at home and doing remote learning. Even before the scandemic, the school system sucked. Kids aren't taught in a constructive way or encouraged to be creative. Just memorization and indoctrination. Servitude and obedience training. Parents must teach their children... To always self educate and challenge all they hear from official sources because the American education indoctrination system and our callous cancel culture, well, it brainwashes them from first grade to their deathbed. Many people remain clueless and childish their whole lives if they don't learn to think freely and seek hidden information. Unbiased self-education is the only way to a free, informed, open mind. I can't stand living in this new world dystopia. The childish mass thing is going to drive me nuts. And they're destroying our lives while resetting their plutonomy system. And what they have planned is a dehumanizing dystopia for the ones who survived the first stage of the depopulation agenda. You know what? Let let me just tell you what happened to me real quick last week. And by the way, that sickness I had on the last show, well, it was gone in two days. I have no idea what it was. There were no flu-like symptoms, just body ache and fatigue. It was weird, but I got over it in 48 hours, so my immune system is badass, right? Well, I don't know, but we have to stay healthy i'm afraid this mass vaccination scheme may create vaccine resistant superviruses within the genetically modified sheepies and it may spread to us the unvaxed more on that depressing stuff at the end of the show you know so you will make it through the show before i scare the crap out of you <laughs> well i went golfing last week because the snow finally melted after two weeks of 20 to 30 degrees above normal temperatures. Actually, there was still ice on most of the courses, because the chemically nucleated substance they call snow, well, it takes forever to melt. But I found one crappy course around here that was open. So I was all excited to play, and I drove over there, and I tried the door of the clubhouse, and it was locked because I still won't let anyone in the clubhouse. <laughs> I figured out you had to go to the window on the side between these bushes to pay for golf. And I step up to the window, and I say, Hi, with a big smile. The lady looked at my sexy unmasked face and recoiled in horror, and she yelled, Sir, you have to put a mask on, you know, just to hand her 20 bucks through a freaking window. And I was like, What? Come on, we're still doing this crap. It's been a year now. We got to stop obeying this nonsense or it's never going to end. The lady was in her mid-20s with two masks on. And she said, Uh, yes, we're still doing this. And it's still real. (laughs) So I asked her, what part of this do you think is real? You know, I, I wanted to debate with her. And she told me I have to leave or she'd call her manager. I'm just sick of being the only one around here who stands up to this scamdemic. When I have to go to the stores, I thought by now I would see people taking off the mask in defiance to idiocy. And instead, I find some people are wearing two and they still have their children muzzled as well. And they are looking at me like I'm an insane criminal for not covering my nose with my bandana. I do actually look like a bandit, you know, with my black leather jacket and black RFK baseball hat and a long black bandana hanging off my chin to my chest. Hey, hey, uh, you know what? Come to think of it, the ladies can't even see my sexy, hairy chest anymore. Come on, ladies. Demand an end to this for that reason alone. You're being deprived of my sexiness. (laughs) Well, you know what, I guess if I wear an official sheepy face diaper, the ladies can still see my chest. But I will never do that. I will never purchase a face diaper or a designer cloth mask muzzle and contribute to the scamdemic and the trash it creates. I see disposable face diapers on the ground a lot now. Just imagine the trash that they create and how little we care about it. I won't be part of it. I use the same bandana, and I never cover my nose, even if I'm asked to. I'll leave if I have to, but I won't cover my oxygen intake passages for a planned scandemic and dystopian reset. They know I'm not a health danger. They know I'm not sick. But I'm a danger to their illusion. It's like we're all playing a childish game, and we have to pretend it's real, or you're a spoiled sport. Come on, play along like the rest of us. Yeah, like a good little sheepy. No, I know the stats on the virus, and I'm not scared of it. If you want to do it, well, do what you got to do. But don't tell me to commit self-harm for your manufactured fears. And mostly everyone I know, they freaking want the vaccine. It doesn't matter what I say and they are sure life will just get back to normal as soon as enough of us receive the gene-editing death jab to destroy our innate immune system. The brain-dead sock puppet president said, We can have a small barbecue on July 4th if we're all good, obedient, antisocial sheepies and we all get jabbed with dangerous experimental concoctions. This is foolish mass compliance and it's true malevolence that is beyond comprehension for many people. You know, so they just go along with it and trust the untrustworthy, like helpless children trusting an adult's uninformed advice. Just do what they say and eventually they will give some of our freedom back. Yay! For the weak-minded, blind obedience and gullible trust is easier than truth-seeking and facing the horrible facts and taking action against it. The enormity of this tyrannical global situation is staggering and surreal. And I can kind of understand why lazy-minded people don't even want to think about it. You know, we always want to ignore puppet politics and plutocracy, even in a pandemic. There's nothing you can do about it, so shut up and obey. That might have been something they heard an adult say when they were a kid, and they still repeat it whenever someone mentions how bad government is because they don't want to talk about it. You know, or look up in the sky. Do you see the geoengineering going on to filter out the sun or the chemicalized nucleation? No, it's just condensation trails, really, that spread out and turn the whole sky white? You really believe that, sheepies? You're not concerned about it at all, are you, huh? Not all the devastation it can do to nature and our lungs and brains. Adults influence children's mental development, for good or ill. But the environment you grow up in matters as well upon the result of your character. You may grow up in a ghetto, and we have many downtrodden, dilapidated, and violent communities in this once beautiful country governed by disgusting plutocrats. Or you may grow up in a friendly, encouraging, small community, you know, in the country. That's two totally different environments. Having good or bad or non-existent parents, of course, also matters. But the environment and government you can never escape from, even when you're an adult. Where you live and how you were raised and the governance you live under matters upon the opportunities and motivations in your life, and your character. Our goal for a righteous people's government should be to make the best possible community for all, where all our children have the same opportunities to thrive in a free, cooperative community. A community where we can all respect it and be proud to be part of it. In America, we don't manage our communities. We have rules and rulers but some states differ in some small aspects of authority. You know, like right now, all Democrat blue states still have the most strict scamdemic rules and mask rules. And 17 Republican red states, well, they don't have a mask mandate. And the Texas governor slash dictator ended all the idiotic and disastrous rules. But they are all united on encouraging people to get their arm jabbed with mystery concoctions made by scamming corporations, which are owned by sociopaths. Nowhere in America is free of the Pluty Empire, but I still want to live in a community where people value their liberty and will do something about the unjust government intrusion and overreach. Because I'm convinced resistance to the globalcrats great reset? Well, it will not come from the lefty sheep herd. They are targeted to fall for it and to accept the great reset. You know, because it's all for the greater good, mate. The free thinkers must join with the righties to fight the great pluty reset. If we can just get them to give up their hope in the Republican Party, we can demand a new people's government free of pluty interests. Eventually, the lefty sheepies will join us when we can prove we can actually win, and we're doing it for all of our rights. If frightened lefty sheepies want to wear a mask forever, well, you're free to do so. Go ahead, sheepies. Because free people should be allowed to make their own informed decisions, and the truth must be available to all, on all issues, no propaganda, no government censoring allowed. Only the public can decide what's vile enough to be censored by ignoring it. I just wish I could live in a community where people demanded liberty and don't fall for government and corporate scams so easily. A community of free thinkers where I would be appreciated instead of berated. I hate it here. I at least want to go to a red state with no mask mandate because that shows a tiny spark of liberty in the face of this nefarious scamdemic, And people there might refuse to be jabbed. Like lab rats. Even without a statewide mask mandate, private businesses can insist you wear a mask. Or you will be arrested for trespassing. I saw they beat up some lady at a bank in Texas for not wearing a mask the bank insists, you have to be masked. But every form of resistance is helpful because this is a psychological war being waged against us. We have to show mass defiance to win or mass obedience to lose. Everything is a psyop, as I stated a few shows ago, and we can defeat that with common sense and unified defiance. Refuse to be jabbed or muzzled. Throughout history, dividing the people is the highest power for a ruling class. And now they want to pretend we can all unite under the great plutonomy reset of dystopian plutocratic communism to save the planet. And assure sure you own nothing and you love it. You know, like eating insects and being jabbed with experimental mystery fluid every six months or whenever they deem it necessary. These globalcrats, we allow to rule us, have no respect for nature. There's no money in that. These sociopaths have no soul or empathy, only plans of depopulation and dystopian leadership. Like the transhuman technology, they love it. Where everything is mechanized or robotic or technocratic because there's money in that and there's power in that and control in that. Not in nature. They want an artificial world where artificial profits come from everything. Nature and natural human functions and natural thinking, well, that is the enemy because they have no soul or empathy. I saw a clip recently. (laughs) It was a see-through incubator that grows babies at home designed to replace the womb and pregnancy. I'm not freaking joking here. It's a see-through pod to go in your living room where you can watch the fetus grow. And you know why they say it's such a great concept to be pursued? Because the parents don't have to stop working, you know, because of the time-wasting burden of yucky natural pregnancy. They say it's possible because they have delivered healthy lambs in a bio bag already. That is where a plutocrat purchased science has taken us. It is repulsed by nature and seeks an artificial replacement of everything that makes us human. This has been our trajectory since traditional Western medicine was founded by America's biggest, richest, most greedy, and ruthless plutocrat ever, J.D. Rockefeller, a man who knew nothing of health and wellness, but discovered medicine can be created through petroleum-based pills. With the plutocrat-owned media, he convinced us natural herbs and practices proven to work over thousands of years, well, that was all quackery, and only addictive and patentable petroleum-based pills were real science and must be the new standard. He took over the American Medical Association and offered universities huge grants if they teach his curriculum of Rockefeller for-profit medicine. All information on natural healing was removed from textbooks, and anyone who talked about it was smeared in the media. We have had plutocratic healthcare since then, and now look where we are at. The final phase of augmenting humanity to be synthetic slaves to plutocratic prophets in a police state plutocracy. This is it, my friends. We either end it now or they end the human aspect of humanity big money bought everything and it's time to ban the practice of plutocracy in this country now all right enough of that rant i could go on forever so now let's talk about why we haven't ended rule by the sociopathic rich yet and why they are still in charge and their horrific plans are going forth without a fight so far. Well, of course, it's because of the mind manipulation and propaganda, which the ruling rats have perfected. That is why seemingly rational-minded people still can't somehow believe sociopathic plutocrats are in control of our governments, and they conspire, and they are destroying our lives and our future. In my opinion, no matter how educated or how smart A conspiracy denier thinks they are? Well, to me, they're all just delusional dimwits. And they can call me a conspiracy nut for believing what is undeniably obvious, but it's clear they are the most ignorant of us all. Any freethinker knows politicians lie, and the plutocrats that control them have no compassion for the masses that they want to scam, exploit, and subjugate, and now depopulate. For the new world dystopia, which is a utopia to them. All right, here is a bit from an Off Guardian article by Tim Foyley that posed the same question about the brain-dead conspiracy deniers and had the same conclusions as I gave long ago, but he just puts it in a more eloquent way than my crude and obnoxious ass. Tim says... We know without question that politicians lie and hide their connections and that corporations routinely display utter contempt for moral norms. That corruption surrounds us. We know that revolving doors between the corporate and political spheres, the lobbying system, corporate regulators, the media and judiciary mean that wrongdoing is practically never brought to the same semblance of genuine justice. We know that the press makes noise about these matters, occasionally, but never pursues them with true vigor. We know that in the intelligence services and law enforcement, wrongdoing on a breathtaking scale is commonplace, and that, again, justice is never forthcoming. We know that governments repeatedly ignore or trample on the rights of people and actively abuse and mistreat the people. None of this is controversial. So exactly what is it that the conspiracy deniers refuse to acknowledge with such fervor, righteousness, and condescension? Why, against all the evidence, do they sneeringly and contemptuously defend the crumbling illusion that the great and good are up there somewhere and they have everything in hand They have only our best interests at heart and are scrupulous, wise, and sincere. That the press serves the people and truth rather than the crooks. That injustice after injustice result from mistakes and oversights and never from that dread word, conspiracy. What reasonable person would continue to inhabit such a fantasy world? I'll tell you who lip sheepies! Give us a vaccine! I want a vaccine! As I have always said, plutocrats are sociopaths, and the sheepy conspiracy deniers, well, they don't understand that. And they may actually believe the plutocrats are benevolent philanthropists! instead of compulsive liars and scammers. It's painfully obvious that the pyramidical, societal, and legal structures that humanity has allowed to develop are exactly the kind of dominance hierarchies that undoubtedly favor the sociopath. A human being operating with a normal and healthy cooperative mindset has little inclination to take part in the combat necessary to climb the corporate or political ladder. So what do conspiracy deniers imagine the 70 million or more sociopaths in the world do all day? Born into a game in which all the wealth and power are at the top of the pyramid, while the most effective attributes for winning are ruthlessness and amorality. Have they never played Monopoly? Sociopaths do not choose their worldview consciously and are simply unable to comprehend why normal people would put themselves at such an incredible disadvantage by limiting themselves with conscientiousness or empathy, which are as beyond the understanding of the sociopath as a world without them are to the human being. All the sociopath need to do to win the game is lie publicly whilst conspiring privately. What could be simpler in 2021 to continue to imagine that the world we inhabit is not largely driven by this dynamic amounts to reckless naivete bordering on insanity? Where does such an inadvertently destructive impulse originate? the infant child places an innate trust in those it finds itself with a trust which is for the most part essentially justified the infant could not survive otherwise what occurs when there is a childish need within us which has never evolved beyond its original survival function of trusting those in our environment who are simply the most powerful the most present and active, when we have never truly explored our own psyches and deeply interrogated what we truly believe and why, when our motivation for trusting anything or anyone goes unchallenged, when philosophy is left to the philosopher, I suggest the answer is simple and that the evidence of this phenomenon and the havoc it is wreaking is all around us. The innate impulse to trust the mother never evolves, never encounters, never engages with its counterbalance of reason or mature faith. He remains forever on its default infant setting. Yes, infantile sheepies! Trust the media! This is how conspiracy deniers are able to cling to and aggressively defend their utterly illogical fantasy that somehow, above a certain undefined level of societal hierarchy, corruption, deceit, malevolence, and narcissism mysteriously evaporate. That, contrary to the maximum, the more power a person has, the more integrity they will inevitably exhibit. These poor deluded souls essentially believe that where personal experience and prior knowledge cannot fill in the gaps in their worldview, in short, where there is a barred door, mommy and daddy are behind it, working out how best to ensure that their little precious will be comfortable, happy, and safe forever. This explains why it is that the conspiracy denier will attack any suggestion. That the caregiving archetype is no longer present. That sociopaths are behind the barred door who holds us in utter contempt or disregard us completely. The conspiracy denier will attack any suggestion as viciously as if their survival depended on it. Which in a way, within the make of, of their unconscious and precarious psyche, it does! Yeah, yeah. Well done, Tim. You see, that is why they have cognitive dissonance. Because to challenge their infantile beliefs is like a physical, life-threatening attack to them. That's why a couple of my ex-sheepy friends ostracized and banished me from their delusional lives. They just can't hear it anymore. They don't want to be challenged. This sense of well-being, of security, of comfort, even of a future at all, is completely and completely unconsciously invested in this fantasy. The infant has never matured, and because they are not conscious of this, other than as a deep attachment to their personal security, they will fiercely attack any threat to this unconscious and central aspect of their worldview. The tediously common refrain from the conspiracy denier is, There could never be a conspiracy that big. The simple retort to such a self-professed expert on conspiracies is obvious. How big? The biggest medical corporations in the world can go for decades treating the settling of court cases as mere business expenses for crimes ranging from the suppression of adverse test events to multiple murders resulting from undeclared testing to colossal environmental crimes. Governments perform the vilest and most unthinkable experiments, crimes on their own people without consequence. Politicians habitually lie to our faces without consequence, and on and on. At what point exactly does a conspiracy become so big that they just couldn't get away with it? And why? I suggest it's at the point where the cognitive ability of the conspiracy denier falters and their unconscious survival instinct kicks in. At the point at which the intellect becomes overwhelmed with the scope of events and the instinct is to settle back into the familiar, comforting faith known and cultivated since the first moment one's lips found the nipple, the faith that someone else is dealing with it, that Where the world becomes unknown to us, a powerful and benevolent human authority exists in which we only have to place our faith unconditionally in order to guarantee eternal emotional security. This dangerous delusion may be the central factor placing humanity's physical security and future in the hands of sociopaths. It is every human being's urgent responsibility to expose sociopathic agendas wherever they exist, never to attack those who seek to do so. Now more than ever, it's time to put away childish things and childish impulses and to stand up as adults to protect the future of the actual children who have no choice but to trust us with their lives. Well, thank you for that, Tim. But I got to ask, what is verifiable truth now And is some of it still considered conspiracy theory? Like the COVID scandemic, it is verified that it's a relabeling protocol, you know, with mass PCR testing, which is rigged to give false positives. Is the Great Reset a conspiracy? No, it's all verifiable. And we must face the fact that our unelected rulers don't have our best interests in mind. And they don't work for us. Tell the sheepies it's time to grow up and face the facts. And we need to unite and do something about it. All of us on both sides of the sheepy-minded dichotomy of division must put away their faith in fiction. Stop denying real conspiracies and verifiable truth. Stop believing Trump will save us. Or Q wasn't a CIA disinformation campaign. Or maybe... But brain Biden is really in charge, and he's a nice old man who will make things normal again. Stop it! It's childish to believe that! Or, Big Pharma and Big Tech and the central banking system is all for the true greater good. They're just doing their best for all of us, huh? Not for money! It's time for the sheepies to end their infantile thinking and beliefs and face reality. So we may actually change this malevolent power structure to a government of, by, and for all the people, not just the sociopaths currently in charge. Yes, my friends, it's time to grow up. Tell the sheepies it's finally time to put away childish things. (music)
0: Aunt Clara kept her Bible right next to the phone In case she needed a quote while she talked to someone In my memory she smiles while the blessing is said visions of freeze tag dance in my head She says I'll grow up big if I eat all my roast I'll still believe in heaven, but I won't believe in ghosts anymore I'll put away childish things I'll put away childish things Every other weekend, age of 13 With my fishing pole and my field and stream Riding back home on a Trailways bus I looked out the window till I saw too much And I called my parents by their own first names I played in the alley, but I didn't play the game anymore I put away childish things I put away childish things Childish things I've put away Childish things I've put away Childish things The wolves howl All night long They won't stop And they won't go home Beneath my All locked up tight And wait till Daylight Comes If I Wait till day
1: McMurtry making his second appearance on the Plutocracy Report the song Childish Things was from 2005 now I played the song We Can't Make It Here Anymore from James and that was almost three years ago from the same album man that's a great song too well thank you James for that Uh, you know what me and Vinny Jr. may have a new song for you again very soon Maybe next show, if not for sure, the one after that. But uh, we're going to work on it this weekend. And we need a new website where y'all can hear all of our new songs and all my old songs anytime for free. So we're going to work on that too. That'll be coming soon. Now, I guarantee every song I've ever wrote and recorded, well, even when I was 14, it was better than all the songs at the Grammys combined. Good God, how do people watch that crap or listen to that contrived, childish, commercial music noise? Or think that a libtard comedian like Trevor Noah is funny in any way and not just a childish ass clown? I'm sorry, I'm getting distracted again. All right, let's explore what the new world dystopia is doing to trick us into accepting pure malevolence as for the greater good, mate. This article was in the Wall Street Journal back in June of 2020. You know, four months into the great scandemic. Headline. Looking forward to the end of humanity. Oh, hooray, I can't wait. COVID-19 has spotlighted the promise and peril of transhumanism. The idea of using technology to overcome sickness, aging, and death. It sounds... Bitterly ironic now, in the midst of a global pandemic, but not long ago, some of the most forward-looking people in the world believed that humanity was close to abolishing death. Oh, yeah. I totally believe that. You know, and of course, everyone will be able- allowed to live forever, you know. Not just the richest 1%. Jesus. You, you freaking morons who read this and don't know. It's total BS. If you ask me today, is it possible to live to be 500? Well, the answer is yes, said Bill Morris. Bill Morris? <laughs> Bill, that's his name. Not Bill Mar. Bill Morris. <laughs> the founder of Google Ventures in 2015. Three years later, biometric researcher Aubrey de Grey estimated that people in middle age now, well, they have a fair chance of never dying. Oh, my God. Eternal life through advanced technology seems like a pipe dream for a society that, until recently, had trouble manufacturing enough masks to save doctors' and nurses' lives. <laughs> Yet COVID-19 may turn out to be just the kind of crisis needed to turbocharge efforts to create what its advocates call a transhuman future! Yay! Oh my god! Let's support everything the transhuman advocates say and trust everything they tell us to do, like take vaccines, because they are just trying to make us live forever! Good lord! You see how childish you have to be to believe this propaganda, that people really believe this crap. Here's an example of a childish adult who believes whatever the sociopaths say. Headline, journalist proclaims she would love to die from the AstraZeneca vaccine if it helps others. (laughs) What a nice lady. Oh, my God. The AstraZeneca COVID-19 vaccine has been temporarily pulled by numerous countries across Europe, including Spain, France, Portugal, Cyprus, Austria, Denmark, Slovenia, and Norway, due to reports of blood clotting and several deaths of people who took the jab. In response to the news, (laughs) a Norwegian journalist defiantly suggested that she would be prepared to die from taking the vaccine if it meant others were not discouraged from taking it. <laughs> Some must be sacrificed in the war against Corona, she wrote. That's the way it is in all wars. This time it may well be me. <laughs> Wiki went on to downplay deaths and illnesses linked to the vaccine, asserting, oh, come on, people get blood clots and die of cerebral hemorrhaging every year. But even if it turns out that it is the AstraZeneca vaccine that has caused blood clots or cerebral hemorrhaging, (laughs) I have no doubt if I get the offer, I will take it anyways because, I'm sorry to say it so Blently, but someone has to sacrifice in order for the rest of us to be safe. And I'll do it because I'm so virtuous. (laughs) Oh, my God. Judging by her picture, Wiki is not over the age of 69, meaning she has a better than 99.5% chance of surviving the COVID-19 if she catches it. One wonders if given the choice between those odds and risking serious illness from taking the vaccine that she would choose the latter. And that is how power structure propaganda affects a childish adult like her. People in high power that was derived from wealth that could only be achieved by being a sociopath are to be trusted because, you know, I'm a frightened child who can't imagine plutocrats would lie for more power and more profits in a new world dystopia. No, 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 they're just good people. Check this out now. COVID relief package has $3.5 billion earmarked for Bill Gates-backed global fund. Oh, how wonderful. You know, that'll really help Americans. Why did Democrats hijack the coronavirus relief negotiations to jam through this and other globalist left-wing agenda items that are not directly related to helping needy Americans? Well, idiots, because they don't work for us, they work for the plutocrats. And that's how they got their jobs and how they keep their cushy jobs. What's laughable is that the Democrats named the 1.9 trillion coronavirus relief bill the American Rescue Plan Act of 2021. Because they're so nice and they want to help us so much, right? Only a childish fool could believe that. So how do they keep creating trillions of fiat funny money, mostly for the 1% to stay in control and gain more power and fund scam, scandemic and a great plutonomy reset without a total dollar crash, devaluation, or mass inflation? How will they keep the house of cards standing and the illusion going? Well, they pretend there is some... Fiscal responsibility still going on in government, you know, by raising taxes. President Joe Biden is planning the first major federal tax hike since 1993 to help pay for the long-term economic program designed as a follow-up to his pandemic relief bill. His bill, huh? Yeah. You're telling us he wrote it just like Obama wrote Obamacare? You're full of crap. They're puppets. They don't do crap. According to the people familiar with the matter, unlike the 1900000000000 covid $1.9 trillion COVID-19 Stimulus Act, the next initiative, which is expected to be even bigger, won't rely just on government debt as a funding source. While it's been increasingly clear that tax hikes will be a component, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has said at least part of the next bill will have to be paid for and pointed to higher tax rates. Oh, what a responsible lady. Come on, kitties. We can just keep adding to trillions to our national debt. But let's at least pay for some of it, you know, this time. And we'll raise taxes. Isn't that wonderful? It's just these despicable clowns. They're acting like, they're worthy of their acting job for ugly people in government. Now check out this lie that was written for butt Biden to read in his first scripted and plutocrat propaganda speech. Look, we know what we need to do to beat the virus. Just tell the truth. Follow the scientists and the science. They'll work together. Put trust and faith in our government to fulfill its most... Important function, which is protecting the American people. We need to remember the government isn't some foreign force in a distant capital. No, it's us. All of us. We the people. Oh, yeah, okay, asswipe. If anyone still believes that this government represents us instead of the corporate powers that bought our government and usurped it, they are verifiably a delusional craptard. And that's who he's speaking to. That's the only people who would listen to them. See, they want you to think we are the government because this is a democracy and because if we are the government, then all the despicable and deceitful things that government has done, well, we're all responsible for the horror that it caused and the unquantifiable debt that it amassed. And we all must obey and pay for its debt and mistakes because it's our fault. It's not their fault. It's all of our faults. We're the government. That's a narrative he is pushing with that factless propaganda. And now listen to what the CDC is telling us. Because they're not advocates of big pharma and all the horrific scamdemic protocols. They just want to save our lives. This is Rochelle Walensky from the CDC. I trust her so much.
3: Parts of the country, the weather has started to warm up. And with the clocks changed this weekend, our days have seen a little bit more sunshine. Oh, it's so wonderful. And with the coming warmer weather, I know it's tempting to want to yeah, relax yeah, yeah, and yeah. to let our guard down. I want let my guard down. Particularly after a hard winter that sadly saw the highest level of cases and deaths during the oh. pandemic so far. This past Friday, we saw more travelers pass through our airports. What? Over 1.3 million. Oh my god. This is the most travelers that we've had in a single day since last March, You're before crazy. the WHO declared the global pandemic. How
2: could they We travel? have seen
3: footage of people enjoying spring break festivities maskless. Whoa! This is all in the context of still Fifty thousand cases per day. Oh
2: my God.
3: Equally concerning God. are the resurgences we are now seeing in some European countries. Don't countries have that Europeans. have had strikingly similar trends and surges during the pandemic as the United States. Each of these countries has had nadir's like we are having now. And each took an upward trend after they disregarded known oh litigation strategies. How could they do that? They simply took their eye off the Those ball. Stupid idiots. I'm pleading with you for the sake of our nation's health. Oh, please. These should be warning signs please. for all of us. Cases climbed no, last spring, they climbed again in the summer. They will climb now if we stop My taking God. precautions when we continue to get more and We're more. We're going to die. Vaccinated. We're all going to die. Please follow our recommended public health prevention precautions and be ready to get your vaccine when it is available. You'll be to you. ready, sheepies. We're just starting to turn the corner. The data yes. are moving yes. in the right direction. Yes. But Where this goes is dependent on whether we all do what must be done to protect ourselves. Do what and must be done. Oh, my
1: God, everyone is so contagious. Just stay home, sheepies. Even if you're healthy, don't go anywhere. Oh, my God, she's pleading with us to restrict our own freedom and to take a shot that may cause us harm. Good Lord, how long can this go on for before we wake up and say enough? A marvelous Marvin Hagler, well, he recently died from the vaccine, and he was a badass, a great fighter, but he couldn't survive the big pharma death jab. Hundreds of thousands have had bad reactions around the world, and the government still demands we take it and do self-harm. Or they can restrict our freedom. Listen, if it kills some people and injures others, I guarantee it's not safe for anyone, even if you don't die right away. Government telling us to commit self-harm over and over, and we don't revolt, huh? Childish nation! Listen, kids have no risk to this typical virus. In fact, it's good for their immune system to get naturally exposed and clear it. It's good for herd immunity, too. It's nothing to them. And most of us that aren't immune-compromised are old and frail and unhealthy, but they want to get it into every man, woman, child, and infant because this is never-ending. They will have new vaccines every six months. And they want us to think, Vaccine immunity is the only way because our innate immune system, well, it can't handle anything anymore suddenly. Listen, what they're doing to kids.
0: Moderna has started testing its COVID 19 vaccine on children younger than 12. The Kid Cove study, as it's known, will determine how well Moderna's shots work and how safe it is for children as young as six months old the company plans to test it on more than
1: 6700 kids oh hey hey take my kid let my kid be a lab rat please oh my god do you think there's any chance in hell no matter what happens even if kids die that they would say oh no we're, we're not going to use it on kids Bull crap they're going to use it on everyone no matter what The kids are having mental health problems. I mean, they already canceled a year of their social lives, and they traumatized us all. So it's getting so out of hand for these kids that they have to address it in the media now. And listen to their advice for kids going nuts.
3: Dr. Hess, a national poll by Michigan Medicine found that 46% of parents say their teenager has shown signs of a new or worsening mental health condition since the pandemic started last year. Parents of teen girls were more likely to report symptoms than parents of teen boys. Uh, what do you make of these findings? Are they surprising? They're not surprising at all. Just actually before I put my phone in the tripod, I got another message from a family that's living out of town that they cannot find a therapist for their son and he's acting out extremely badly at home. Not in not in school, he's in hybrid school as much, but when he comes home with his siblings, a lot of frustration, no sports. Um, a lot of, he has a lot of energy. Like he's the kind of kid who played soccer and baseball and swimming and all that's gone. And, um, and the, the other problem is, is the thought of having another hour of Zoom to, to telehealth for like a 12 year old is quite difficult. So, um, you know, these are problems we're facing. And, and you have to remember also, most um, mental health is not covered for children. So it's, it's cash, it's out of pocket and it's extremely expensive.
1: That is the only advice they have for these kids. The computer screen is their social life now. They're going freaking nuts. And mental health help, well, it's extremely expensive. That's okay. Let's not address that. And the only solution they're allowed to give is get a therapist on Zoom. You know, Well, they're booked out for six weeks and making good money probably sitting in front of a webcam. Probably nude from the waist down. Telling kids how to cope with communism. What they never mention is the other solution. Revolution! Let's demand an end to the scamdemic. Let the kids go back to living their freaking lives. They're in no danger. Restore our liberty. If you are afraid, then you isolate and you vaccinate and you mask up. But let the rest of us have the same right to refuse to do all that. Let's end this power structure that has failed us and deceived us. The first step is demanding liberty because they are planning on taking away the rights of every citizen who doesn't comply to the New World dystopia. All right, let me really quickly address what I said I was going to at the start of the show because this is scary. And you can do your own research on this, but I heard it from uh, on Del Tree's show and Vernon Coleman mentioned it. And I'll post the videos at my Telegram site. You know, since I'm banned at Facebook again, just subscribe to the Plutocracy Report at Telegram. And I already have three subscribers. Woohoo! So, a pro vaccine insider named Dr. Broche or something, well, he worked with Gavi and Bill Gates, but he came out against the vaccine and says this mass vaccination folly will cause new vaccine-resistant virus strains, you know, that are more deadly and they can be spread from the vaxxed sheepies to us, unvaxxed free thinkers. That's scary. Maybe this is the plan to kill us off that Bill Gates predicted when he said, the next outbreak, well, it'll really get our attention, that one. (laughs) I can't wait till people start dropping like flies. Well, I know this planned mass vaccination campaign will lead to mass death. But I was hoping we, the unvaxed, would be safe. But if this is true, we are in danger too. And we must stay away from the vaccinated sheepies. I mean, this really sucks. This better not be true. We're all dead meat, man. Unless useless people stop getting jabbed now. and the mass vaccination. Instead, they're all getting jammed at warp speed and begging for it. Ah, man, I can't take this anymore. Nothing I say will ever do any good. No one ever listens anyways to my advice. I'm done, man. We're doomed. Calm down. No, I won't calm down. You shut up. What does it matter? Screw it. Keep trying. No, no, how long have I been saying this? People don't see the writing on the wall. From day one, they only believe the vaccine will free you. How do they take that shit? I can't handle it! Sit down. No! No, I'm done! I'm gone! I'm never coming back! Goodbye forever! Vinny Jr. here. Thanks for joining us on the Plutocracy Report today. We'll be back on April 2nd, hopefully. You can write to us at the plutocracy Report at gmail.com. Maybe you can cheer up my dad, who is heading for his hermit hole right now. So I will leave you with Raylan Baxter. Till next time. Bye bye. Uh-uh. Uh-uh.
2: Uh-uh. Money all I ever want is money. But I never want to work for the money. So I borrow the money from can you believe I never met her? Can you believe she never met me too? But she called me every day telling me to behave You know I never listened attention. Do you remember all the good times? Do you remember all the bad times too? She reminds me every day, telling me to behave. You no know I never listen. Keep my mind